Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of Anime Tour Bus. It's me, your beloved non-expert, Eric. And who's that sitting right next to me? Well, that's you, listener. You got you got in some fangs? Oh, the, I gotta break out my Van Helsing weapons. Gonna have to take you down. Mesker, if the listener were a, like, uh, demon vampire monster, uh, what, what would be your go-to Van Helsing weapon to try to take out the listener? Mm. <laughs> my sharply trained vampire hunting brain okay she's going with cl- going her with own cleverness situational awareness mm. that's coming to you from the front of the bus that's Metzger our expert uh, she's coming in with them hot takes me I don't know probably like one of those boomerangs that are made of silver that's probably an Eric take <laughs> you're just gonna get hit in the face with it yourself It'll come back, chop off my hands, because I'm trying to catch it like the wrong side, much akin to like a Blade movie. Uh, hey, hey, listener, you, you can, uh, if you want to talk to us more about your personal selection of uh, vampire fighting equipment, well, you can do that on Anime Tour Bus on Instagram, Anime underscore Bus on Twitter, and me, you, and Weeboo.wordpress.com. Well, now hey. we're cursed. Metzger. Let's talk about these new seasons we're starting. The first one is, uh, well, go ahead and give us the name of this one, Mesker. This is the case study of Vanitas. Which is about vampires. And And it's all steampunk France. Which is pretty hot. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. I'm kind of into it. And then uh, also our other one is the detective is already dead. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, so we're going to start talking about the vampire one first. So, Mesker, you want to give us that synopsis? Actually, so uh, I don't have the synopsis. It's kind of been a, a scuff week for Metzger. Uh, the beginning <laughs> of this is, God, the Wi-Fi here is trash. These notes are also going to be trash. So uh, for the case study of Vanitas, or Vanitas, it is about a cursed grimoire made by a lonely vampire born under the blue moon who decides that they will take revenge by corrupting the true name of all the red moon vampires. Now, in steampunk France, a human doctor has found this grimoire and is using it to, quote, treat corrupted vampires. And I hope we get some BL. So so what I'm... I, I get this desire when you're lonely and bullied to, um, how should we say, corrupt the name and destroy your enemies. I was going enemies. a totally different way in my brain. Do you know what BL uh, is? B- balloons, la- laryngitis. Boy love. Oh, didn't know. Mesker, Mesker, you're always teaching me stuff. Mesker. So when you're like, I understand this deep desire. And I was like, what? No, 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 no. I didn't understand the boy love. Though, I mean, I've had my fair share of bromances. But all I'm saying is I get this desire when you're you're, you're lonely and sad and you you just want to corrupt the name of your enemies and fill them with uh, strange monsters that take over their kind of mental happy space. It looks like the... Okay, okay. Let's start from the beginning. I mean, yes, it does. 
it does technically start with the story of the vampire named Devanitas, who, and his sad little boy life story, and how he's going to, you know, destroy all of the vampires. But we get a flash forward, and there, there's a white-haired guy on an airship going to Paris. And, and he's, he's got pretty purple eyes. He's got very pretty purple eyes. And his suit matches his hair as it's everything's nice. perfect. Mm-hmm. And he bumps into a sick young lady who is very, very cold. She's just a shivering away and she's saying, I'm a bit anemic. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a mystery man. Men, man, on top of the airship. I almost said the bus. Get down, listener. There's a mystery man on the bus. Oh, no. Duck! Okay, he's fine, actually. Yeah, everything's cool. Good job. Follow directions. <laughs> Practice! For when our bus is finally overtaken by the monsters in the ethereal realm. You mean the FCC? Uh, that, too. Well, the, the same thing. <laughs> we start getting those corporate takedowns. <laughs> those radio wave... Radio air is the same as ethereal realm, and that's an Eric hot take coming in nice and fresh. So they're having a fun little discussion, and we, we are introduced to the white hair man's kitty, whose name is Murr. I'm gonna like the comedy of this one a lot. This one made me giggle... And I really think I'm going to enjoy this one. I'm very into the cat. The cat was pretty cute. Had one purple eye, one blue eye. Jumped out with a ferocity that that tracks. I don't really <laughs> care about the cat so much as I just mm. like that. Mm. Uh, what's her name? Amelia is like, can I have an introduction? And he just <laughs> goes, yeah, the cat's name is Murr. Please call him by that name. <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like this anime. Yes, that was a very good it's... line. And I... the fight scene was interesting. Guys doing an underhand slash back and forth, and the other guys just backpedaling with a woman in his hands. Yeah, that wasn't the part that I thought was super. It was very romantic, interestingly. I, I thought the animation was very pretty, very fluid. They took a lot of attention and to deal with that. So I'm wondering if the whole season is going to be this way, or if they're going to do that thing where they really front loaded the money in the first episode. And then the second episode, and it's going to start to deteriorate. Well, so hear me out on that. Yes, there's like beautiful animation and eye sparkling and things like that. But then there's these moments of like the cartoonish, almost like Juju, uh, where where they have like silly, like overreactions, but in like low res cartooning. So it yeah, almost seems to me shorthand. like that's... I know it could be the case that that's where they're they're kind of like cutting costs in those in those because there were a few of those moments. Like I I, I tracked like three or four of them. And that's more than Juju. It might be a cost-cutting thing, but it also might just be fan service. Because I do have to say that anime aficionados really enjoy those chibi moments. They're called chibis. Did you know that? I did not. They're called chibis. Just when the character gets like real small and more cartoonish and has just like a fun reaction, those are chibis. We anime fans like the cheapies. Well, I mean, it's it's very cutesy, and I like it. I get it. 
Um, so, so okay, let's get to the actual like story of what's. No, happening. I'm not. I'm not done. Oh god damn it! The music. Ah. Uh, Did you pay attention to the music in the fight scene? I mean, it was it was very uh, orchestral. Is what it was I a it. waltz, wasn't it? Fuck it, Metzger. I don't fucking know. I don't. You tell me. You're the expert. I'm just over here sitting next to the listener, trying to trying to be his voice. You tell me, you expert. Oh, I'm sorry, Mister. I wanted to write the theme song for the goddamn podcast, and I did, and it was artistic. <laughs> you can't. It was something. <laughs> I really. I did not. So while, okay, while watching this, I'm just going to try and defend myself a little bit here. I picked anime this season based off of Reddit. Our favorite place. In previous seasons of the podcast, I picked things that I either thought that you would like or things that I would really like. And this time I just went for kind of what was popular that fell within the rules of how we run the podcast. It must be new this season and it must be in its first season. So I went to Reddit and I was looking up the rankings for the first week, since we're always a week behind Yep. of what people were watching and what they were most interested in that was going to fall within the parameters of our, of our podcast. And this one was actually number nine. Most of the things that were at the top three at the top of the list was slime anime, spider anime, and dragon maid anime. Well, here's the thing, Metsuko, with our giant listener base, we're now going to bring this to number one. That's oh, yes. I'm calling uh-huh. it this season. Um, we're, we're bringing it up the list. So uh, thanks, listeners. Thank, yeah, thanks for your... Well, we almost did Girlfriend, Girlfriend, but Gigic told me that was the trash anime of the season. I, we haven't had to watch trash anime yet. I'm I don't, super ready, though. I, I was like, I don't think you're prepared for trash anime. I, would, I probably aren't. That, I probably that, aren't, Eric said. probably aren't. <laughs> he said like somebody who uses their finger underneath the words when reading. Okay. That's so, fine. with this in mind, I... Put my own personal interests aside, and I went purely based off of the ranking. And just, I did, I guess, tried to pick things that you would like based off of where it fell in the rankings. I had no idea that I was buying into... It was anecdotal to me that this was a vampire anime. That was anecdotal. I thought you would appreciate it because it seemed a little more action-packed like Juju was. I loved it. I had no idea that it's French. It's all French. All throughout my notes, just every once in a while, you just keep going. I just keep saying, is all French. Is all French. Is all French. I had no idea the music was going to be good or like the keyframes for the anime were like for the first episode were going to be this pretty to look at. I didn't know that we were going to come across some spooky infection monster. Hot girl gets spooky infection. <laughs> and you won't believe what happens next. Metzger, hold on. <laughs> I think I should do the synopsis from now on, like the, the premise of YouTube videos. You're going to clickbait. 
I'm going to click our, our uh, synopses. Yes, no, I'm very into it. Now done with my tangent on how much I think I'm going to like this anime. I feel like I really needed to hammer it in so that way when something later happens and I'm like, this is fucking garbage. <laughs> well, we'll be able to play the tapes. We'll uh-huh, be able yeah, to we'll have the receipts. Yeah, we'll be able to look back, uh, re- rewind back to the play that you made on the 20th. And... Here's your invoice. <laughs> and actually, <laughs> you're dumb. <laughs> so, Metzger, let's get to the actual freaking story. Okay, I figured we'd be doing that the whole time, but okay. Let's get to the actual story. So, we have this guy who was born under the blue moon. Most of them born under the crimson moon. That's we talked cool. about that. Hold up. Apparently, it diminishes your powers, and that is a big deal. So he was ostracized for it. He made a book. He, I guess, died? I don't know. That was handed down to a man who, who's just a human boy, but he's said, I am going to cleanse the names of these vampires. So it seems to be the case that these vampires have powers very unique to them, that their name is essentially like part of their powers, and that this infection comes and causes like all kinds of, of heinous uh, like tentacles and barbs and things like that to come come from them and, and infects them in their entirety of their being. Instead, this guy has to reunite them with their true names and uh, and essentially make it make it all good again. It seems to be the case that he's not out like after like taking out the red vampires, which which would seem to be the case. Yeah, they seem fine. Big old blue eyes. He calls them patients. Like these, he's a doctor who specializes in in vampires, and these are his patients. And our white boy is with the purple eyes. Is like, hey, I, what, what's your deal? And he explains all this to the, him, and then he goes, and you will be my body shield with your big, strong, powerful body that will protect me as I do my work. And the guy's like, actually, no, <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm here good. for informational purposes. This is. For, for me, this is like an exhibit. I'm not going to like participate. I'm just, I'm here to watch. He's not even here to watch. He's, I'm here to get my shit. They jump but out he... of the airship. That, that was a good moment for me where. It was pretty. He has this very dramatic. Like, I'm going to cure all these vampires. And then the cops show up and they're like, what are we going to do now? And then he makes a proclamation, like, if you don't leave me alone, you're going to be in for a world pain. And then he gets hit in the head with a rock and falls out of an airship. And the vampire jumps after him. Also, pretty boy, pretty boy, white hair, vampire. I do like, I do like blue boys uh, uh, poses. He's always like got one foot kind of crossed over the other. And like his robes are always like juking around him and he's got them blue eyes as sparkling he looks like something that you would see off that uh oh what is it the the one uh girl anime but it's not i mean it's uh shit it's the guy who's the the dressed up boy tuxedo Uh, mask no is that is that his name you were not talking about sailor moon sailor moon that's it i was talking about yeah yeah, tuxedo man tuxedo mask so he's got tuxedo mask vibes. That's all I was saying. He and he poses very prettily. 
I don't think he does. He does not give me the refined vibes of <laughs> Endymion at all. But well, okay. So white-haired boy had even come to Paris specifically looking for this book. Yeah, so I don't understand exactly what they're going to be doing now that he's like, no, I won't be your assistant. He does fanboy really hard, and it's so precious. It's very cute. Um, as he's just really going on about how much this book means to him. And then... Then an immediate 180. Then Blue Eyes Kid is like, I've never seen anyone talk about this book with such stars in their eyes wow you're such a loser and then goes i did a reverse operation and that imagery doesn't track with me then we laugh and we laugh at him i feel like we're too so we've described the entire premise of the show um at least thus far it seems like they're not fully aligned or on the same page yet but i suspect that'll occur within the second episode well the end of the episode well, we, we finally get an introduction our our white-haired dude is noe and the blue-eyed kid has taken on the name vanitas the title that was granted to him by finding the book yes and we are told that this begins a long partnership with them until Noe kills Vanitas by his own hands. Yes, that that is that is given to us. This cute little romance, and then at the very end, a still image of of Vanitas uh, smiling and covered in blood. And now we get to work backwards from that knowledge. We get to spend the whole season working backwards from that. Also, the outro is in English, the whole thing. Yeah, I noticed that too. Hey, you know what else uh, kind of starts kind of starts us off on kind of a backwards note? It's our uh, other podcast. Our, 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 our other podcast. Our other show that we're watching today. But let's not forget about uh, Eric's other podcast called Science Snacks, which we talk about some science, and it's real, real nice. We just talked about HIV and how you can potentially cure it next week. Oh, we're talking about spanking. Buckle up, listener. But hey. uh, These are essentially the same animes. Yeah, so there's a lot of cross-similarities. They really are. There's a lot of similarities, but there's enough, I think, uniqueness to, to especially the second one that I'm, I'm kind of invested. Okay, um, so the second one, my before we get too into it, my hot take on it is, okay. I don't think I'm going to like it much. What? I don't think I'm going to like it much. Okay. Based off my track record, this is something you would expect me to like. It's got yes. a lot of very dry conversations in it. And a lot of kind of like quid pro quo and stuff like that. Yep. But it has a tendency to do 180s on itself over and over and over and over again. And it also tends to use a lot of shorthand to get points across from from within its own genre. To where it doesn't come across as authentic, it feels a little forced to me. I really think that's just the beginning. I was trying to get a read. So I got a bit of that a feeling too. seven important tools like super boots. 
I saw that too and was like, well, go ahead and fucking list the rest for me. God, don't leave me in suspense. <laughs> no, I, uh, I definitely felt that too. Uh, no, I, but I, I want to give it the benefit of the doubt, especially when the second episode came about. It was very interesting. It had, uh, it, it had literally a, a perfect middle ground. I think this is this is Eric hot take coming in. You ready? You, you ready for this? Watch the second episode. Yeah, I finished watching all all the. Wait, sorry the the second half of the first episode. Okay, I was like, excuse me, what? Yeah. Um. So so I feel like again, Eric hot take. Um. I feel like it's a perfect balance between Wonder Egg priority, Juju, and Nagatoro. <laughs> here's where your super limited uh, vocabulary or just experiences in this world are really going to shine through to where things are still super new to you Uh uh-huh we have a we have a will they won't they between our two characters uh the detective and the sidekick and the sidekick says, like, oh, hey, I'm always drawn to trouble. And the detective is literally creating trouble around him. Um, but so we have that will they, won't they? And the she's. The detective is not creating trouble around him. She's she literally gave him a suitcase. Yeah, no, she's monopolizing on the fact that trouble always finds him. There's a difference. She didn't make it for him, except she gave him the suitcase. Yeah, I mean, she did, in that instance, she abducted him. And then put him on this plane with the suitcase without disclosing her identity or her true intentions. But based off of his nature, something like that was going to happen to him anyways. This is a little bit victim-blaming. Yeah, that's the part that I get stuck on. Welcome to victim-blaming the anime. We have this this contentious thing, but supposedly this this boy has a superpower of just problems finding him. And she is the world's greatest detective, supposedly. Uh, and she's like very clean and deductive in her reasoning and apparently knows things well ahead of times. So has already solved the case before she arrives. It's it's very silly. And then she's shown up and like living in his place, ordering food. And and pay for it. And make him pay for it. Also, he's an orphan. Yeah, and his parents are just gone. And we also, a, she's a lawless walrus. And also, she. Oh man, fuck! They're all connected, Metzger. So, <laughs> and also, she's hanging out like in in comfy shirts and stuff like that, and like which are his. And given straight girlfriend vibes. But he doesn't have a chance. He doesn't. And why is that, Metzger? Because she said so. Oh, I was going to say because the detective's already dead. Uh- <laughs> well, they have, from this point in the anime, this this introduction, like, obviously is very much still alive. And just like with the last anime, they go on a, a jet set, a worldwide adventure until she is ultimately killed. At least this time, it doesn't seem like he kills her. So, yeah. key, key difference. I was already kind of losing a little bit of interest in it just halfway through the first episode. I was surprised by how long it was. It was wild because, okay, we're 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 on a plane. Mm -hmm. Hello, tension. I almost said customers. 
Yeah. Hello, attention customers of the plane. <laughs> we have you captive. You must buy our peanuts. Is there a detective on board? And MCs all, that's a strange thing to ask. Usually it's a doctor, but, you know, this, I'm not a detective, so this doesn't bother any me anyways. Then stands up our white-haired girl, Siesta. She has a code name. Everyone has a code name. She lets him know you got to have a code name. Metzger, what would be your code name? Real quick. It would be Metzger. <laughs> I am a reckless flamingo. And then, like, after that, like, I do, like, a barrel roll down the aisle. Because I'm reckless. I'm here to be the loose cannon. All right. Okay. I get results! That's fine. <laughs> Okay, so it's just it's Metzger and the, so Metzger and the loose cannon, at reckless flamingo. They arrive in the front. That's of a the band bus. name. You leave the you leave the reckless flamingo part out, and it's just Metzger and the loose cannon. And <laughs> we're a Met- band now. Fuck the podcast. All right, so Metzger and the loose cannon arrive at the front of the bus, and who's there? A man that's knocked out the ethereal bus driver. Uh, and he's sitting on top of that bus driver and, and we, we don't know. I, I, the loose cannon don't know that the bus driver is unconscious. Can't speak for the Metzger, but, uh, it appears like he's dead. And then the, the man sitting on top, he's like, if you can figure out why I've taken this bus captive, I'll surrender. And no one has to die. No one has to die. And me, the loose cannon, I'm like, ah, shit. Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. This is a big deal. I don't know. Did your mom not? Nope. I'm not going to take any guesses. And Metzger's like. You're afraid to die. Yeah. Fucking from downtown, I guess. (laughs) She asks a couple of probing questions. And he answers. And she goes, well, then obviously you did it because you're bored. And everyone's just kind of, he's like, yep, you're right. That's exactly it. It's because I'm bored. Hijacked a fucking plane. <laughs> I know that too. I've just got <laughs> too much time on my hands. And he gets up and he walks off. He's like, he's not dead, by the way. He's just unconscious. They're going to arrest me, but I didn't kill anyone. So I'll be back out soon. Get fucked. One, one time when I was bored, I decided to watch because I had only seen Maze Runner in, the- in theaters, but I hadn't seen the Scorch Trials or the Death Cure uh, ones. So I decided to, to rent those off of Amazon Prime. And so that's what I did when I was bored. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't hijack an airplane. I started a podcast that talks about anime. <laughs> and I joined. Because there's only there's only three Maze Runner movies, so you know. <laughs> I ran out that day. Where are you at, Maze Runner? <laughs> Step it up, make more like us. Endless quantity of content. That's because we're here for you, listener. We love you, listener. We love you. So uh, solves the solves the mystery. Gives up real easy. She's like, "Oh, you gave up real easy. That wasn't the real reason. There's more to it." Yeah, she goes in now. The twist. And he's with like some some secret society that's like cyber genetically uh, modifying. You have been ordered to die here, but if you get caught, then it's not your fault that you're afraid to die. Yep. And then and, he's like, well, you're a little bitch, aren't you? Why couldn't you just take the win? Why'd you have to hurt my feelings? 
And it's because he's got like a weird ear monster. Is it an ear monster? I thought it was a cheek monster. Just the no, shit. No, it's it's attached to his ear. Okay, the shit grows out of his face, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? She specifically says, like, he's got this bioengineered ear thing attached to him, and and so then it becomes, like, a weird tentacle scorpion it, it monster. It just became porn. I was like, I thought we were done with Nagatoro. So then she's jump slide attacking, and he's, like, trying to not die, <laughs> which aren't we all? And then eventually it, it becomes like after after many a dialogue, it becomes like, oh, I'm going to grab that weird briefcase that I was given. And then it throws it to her, gets clawed out of the air. Out comes a weird big gun. Yeah. Sword. So I'm not really sure what to choose. Using it like a sword, but it's a big gun. So so then uh, Kacha Kacha in the guy's mouth, she goes bang with her mouth doesn't shoot she says you're dead now we can make that look real and you get yeah, to go enjoy away for your reprieve and then he's like if you let me go you'll regret it and i'm like that's stupid why would you say that that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard doing you a favor so that kind of ends right. the first episode the second episode i don't for, feel no, like first half of the episode yeah Sorry, the second half of the first episode was very long, and I feel like there wasn't that much that actually happened. I was not prepared for the second half of this episode. I was already done after the first half, and I was like, God damn fucking tentacle monsters, bullshit. Like, this was supposed to be, this was supposed to be a clean cut, good fighting detective (laughs) anime. Yes, you solved the crime. Yeah. I wanted brain puzzles, not tentacle beasts. Well, that's the thing. In anime, tentacle beasts are part of the brain puzzle. Yeah, this is 3D. It's not encased closed, about. and it's 600 fucking episodes long. So, in the second episode, there's like a, a rumor of a spooky, scary, uh, haunted stall that, like, if you go, okay, up you're gonna have to, and... you're gonna have to stop and let me talk about this because you know this is my bread and butter. Also, oh. there, it turns out there's 988 episodes of Case Closed. Oh my fucking god! Give it to me, Matsuka. Just go. What Case Closed or Hanukkah? No! Oh my fucking god! This episode. That's not my fault. You're late. (laughs) (laughs) Hanako-san is an urban legend akin to Bloody Mary in Japan. You go to the bathroom stall, you knock on it three times, you call out for Hanako-san, and then they ask you if you want red paper or blue paper, and then you die. So it's it's Japanese bathroom Bloody Mary. Mixed with Matrix? This is where they sucked me back in for just a second. I'm like, oh, spooky Japanese urban legends? This is my bread and butter. This is what I do. I can't wait for the second season of Toilet Bound Hanako-san, by the way. Love that anime. I binged the whole season. I did not think that it was like a cover-up for drug deals. That's like we went from spooky haunted to drug crime. We went the opposite way of the previous half of the episode. We, yeah, it did. Actually, we went from the point where, like, we had, I don't know what I want anymore. (laughs) There's no, there's no making me happy. Anime's dead to me. (laughs) Well, listener, this is our last episode. (laughs) Thanks. 
Thanks for hanging out with us. We made it farther than I thought, frankly. I do, and my notes have this anime makes zero sense. It doesn't, and I feel like even if they explain this like secret back society thing, like I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be begrudgingly like. You know, there's this, there's this premise in like theater and stuff of like, and even movies of like suspended disbelief. You, you're, you're not gonna get me back here, y'all. I guess what my synopsis for this episode would have been was apparently the track and field kids are using performance enhancing drugs and blaming a toilet ghost. I actually do like that. That's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, 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 Jeremy. (laughs) You've been using drugs. No, I got got by the toilet ghost. (laughs) I mean, it's no, it's no worse than the first Harry Dresden novel. Okay, well, let's not... Hey, Mr. Where the witches and wizards are having orgies to make ninja drugs. Hey, Metzger. Did well, you and also cause, the first book? Cause heart attacks using storm power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> that was, so, Metzger, let me just real quick uh, tell you that the, there, there is an... Metzger. Uh-huh. I'm here. There's a cooperative card game. Nope, I'm gone already. <laughs> I... And it was for $40. And I bought a Molly Carpenter expansion pack. And I thought about buying uh, the, the Harry Dresden as the Winter Night uh, expansion pack also, but there were $10, and I was like, $50 seems all I can reasonably spend on this card game right now where I'm at in life. We play magic. Hey, Metzger, I also have uh, now like uh, three decks worth of Magic the Gathering cards. Cool. What series are they from? Uh... Metzger, you know I don't know that. You guys send me pictures of them later. Let's some of them up. are from like the Strix mages. Anyways. Oh, okay. All right. You got the you got the, the I got wizard, some of the newer the stuff. School. Yeah, and then I got some of the older stuff also. Okay, let's let's wrap this up. Because I gotta go make taco soup. <laughs> um let, let me ask you just kind of a a like, you know, off the off the noggin. Um I'm not playing the Harry Dresden card game with you. Um, well, it is one to five players, so technically I can play by myself. That is how that game is intended to be played. <laughs> just me playing card games, just jerking it the entire time. Hell, I love the Dresden files so much. Make sure you double sleeve those. Oh my fucking god! Okay, this <laughs> this is the dumbest podcast, Metzger. Hey, Metzger, what's your what's your hot take on spanking? I don't know what we're asking me right now. What's what's your hot take on spanking? I'm gonna need a lot more information. Do you got what's your opinions? It doesn't need to be hot. It just needs to be kind of on the on the presses. What's I your mean, no, I need to know like banking what, who, where, when. Like I need I need all those de- all those detective questions. 
<laughs> the, well, Metzger, you should have already figured that out before you started this case. I am not a great detective. This is not in my nature. I drive a bus. <laughs> you don't even drive the bus. You just direct it. We know that the ghost man that lives in the front of the bus <laughs> drives the bus. That's just understood. No, I just have mental powers that allows me to drive the bus without touching. You give him directions. With my mind. Yes. And read it. it and Metzger just gave the directions for us to pull over, uh, listener. It's been great having you on here. I hope that you've had a wonderful time. I I hope that we solve detective puzzles together. And if not, I hope we have, I hope we have some bro love together or girl love, whatever. If you, whichever you identify or other other love, listener. I've been having a great time with you. Let's go ahead and get some snacks. Maybe some science one, maybe some other, and we'll revisit this next week. Until then, bye! ramble at the end.